Fifty feet away, the gigantic flying beast with skin like an elephant and the teeth of a shark soared by and let out a piercing screech. Several windows shattered, blanketing the kids in a cloud of glass. We don't allow gold in the city because it attracts treasure and his army, Molly said, closing all the window shutters with another spell. Is that pleasure? Gwen asked, brushing some glass off her shoulder. If it was, we'd all be dead by now. It's one of his soldiers, though, probably a scout. Molly paced back and forth, her bat swinging in circles. The wood was beginning to glow yellow, then orange, then red. What are you doing? Simon didn't like that glow. Charging up. Open that shutter when I say so. The bat was letting out an odd brown glow. When it darkened to black, Molly yelled, No! Simon opened the shutter, and Molly released the bat, throwing it outside with a loud grunt. Close it! Simon slammed it shut, but not before he saw the bat take a sharp left turn in midair and head toward the dragon. After a second, a loud roar shook everything. Molly smirked. Bullseye, she said. The air outside the tower turned orange. The dragon was flooding them with fire. He can blow all he wants but this tower is protected from flames. Molly pulled a much smaller wand out of her sleeve and waved it at a column in the middle of the room. A longbow and a quiver of arrows appeared, leaning against the stone. You get out your training wand, she said to Gwen, and you grab the bow and arrows, she pointed to Simon. Archery wasn't Simon's strong suit, as Hector liked to remind him whenever he started to feel cocky, but he figured it was better than taking on a dragon with a sword. Suddenly, a dozen soldiers barged in with bows of their own. The weapons were worn down as if used for centuries in real battle. Each bow had its own pattern on it, some in leather and some in strands of thin metal. The arrows were almost as thick as Simon's wrists. He watched as the soldiers lined up one man per shuttered window. Simon found a window of his own. He had no delusions that he'd be useful, but he was certainly going to try. He glanced over at the soldier standing next to him. It was Durg. They were about to go into their second fight together. Aim to young Lancelot, Durg said. Simon nodded back. On my mark! A soldier in the middle of the room raised one hand in the air. The men pulled back their strings and aimed. Did he expect them to shoot through the shutters? Fire! Every shutter banged open. Each of the arrows, including Simon's, flew from the tower, blanketing the sky with a lethal layer of missiles. Just as fast, the shutters slammed shut. Simon glanced behind him and saw Molly wheeling her wand. She was running the show. As Simon strung up another arrow, he hoped the citizens below had enough sense to get far away. Their arrows didn't care where they landed. Fire! Again, the missiles left the bows as the doors slammed open. This time, the dragon's screech was even louder. It was getting frustrated and closer. Simon could hear its heavy breath, which smelled of ash. Fire consumed the tower. It was hot enough to make everyone in the room sweat instantly. The men were not preparing for another round. Molly and Gwen were conferring in a dark corner. Gwen looked upset. Molly patted her shoulder. The slivers of sunlight piercing the shutters were blocked by the gliding beast. The tower shook. Everyone lost their balance. It's using its tail to tear us down, a soldier yelled. Molly held Gwen steady with a hand on the shoulder. 
Gwen raised her wand, and the window in front of her opened. Gwen screamed, She flew backward from the force of the geyser that erupted from her wand. The stream barely fit through the window frame. It smacked the dragon as it passed. Molly opened all the windows. Everyone ran to see how good Gwen's aim was. The monster was flying away, already a small zigzagging dot in the sky.